Hello, hello, and welcome to the Carmine Brothers podcast. We are the Carmine Brothers. I'm Joe Carmine. And I'm Chris Carmine. And we're your hosts. Uh, so before we get started today, um, just a quick little insight uh, as we're sitting down recording this. Uh, Gears of War 5 Early Access uh, just began um, within the last hour. Uh, 9 p.m. And you know, I just just started the uh, the first chapter, and and already it's insane. Um, and then as we sat down to record, uh, Chris was watching a few trailers, and uh, you know, over the mic goes, "Oh, hold on, is that Clayton Carmine?" So so immediately, of course freaked out and you know he sent me the link and this is the launch trailer i believe you said uh yes uh, yes the launch uh, here's forever here's five official launch trailer and it was released on september 4th uh, yeah so, um yeah so that was yesterday and uh i didn't even i didn't see that one and and there he is front and center clayton carmine um so that's pretty awesome uh confirmed that he is back and alive um and hopefully he makes it to gears of war six um <laughs> uh so carmine sorry that's a lot to ask of a carmine three games it is but you know he uh he he stuck it out in gears three he <laughs> he's good um I'm reading some of the comments right now, and uh, it says one guy actually said that they have Clayton in the campaign, and still he's not a playable character in Horde as of right now. So no, he's not. Uh, I was looking at the uh, customizations, and he's not. But you know, they I was reading the um, the news on there, and they're uh, they're going to be releasing characters on characters on characters as as time goes on. They all like half these comments are either like one half of them is about Dave Batista and the other half is about Clayton Carmine and how they better not kill him. I'm a simple, <laughs> I'm a simple man. I see Clayton Carmine, I click. That's funny. <laughs> they better not um, kill Carmine. Yeah, okay. I love that. half these comments. Maybe more than half are about are about Carmine. And then also, uh, I think. You go ahead. I'm I'm just you know fanboy a little bit. You know how it is. <laughs> of course, yeah. No. Uh. So in in lieu of um, I mean we know we know Coltrane is alive, but I just caught a glimpse of you know the Coltrane baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the train, baby. Um. Yeah. So in lieu of uh trailers, um. That is what we are going to be talking about uh, in this episode, is Gears of War, the first Gears of War um, iconic trailer, uh, as well as the, the preparation surrounding the first game, uh, before we start to dive into the gameplay itself next episode. Um, so, you know, before we get to the trailer, we're going to talk about a little bit of the uh, logistics. Uh, so, obviously... Or not, obviously, if, if, you know, we're your first introduction.
highly doubt, but, um, you know, welcome. <laughs> welcome if we're not. Uh, but obviously, it's a third-person shooter. Uh, it was first released for Xbox 360 and PC. Uh, developed by Epic Games, published by Microsoft Game Studios. Uh, in the USA, it got a rating of M for Mature. Uh, 18 in the UK and MA15 up in Australia. Uh, in the US, it was released November 7th. 2006. Hold on. Um, you only had to be 15 to play this in Australia. Well, hey, I guess know, it makes sense because it fucking rains spiders in Australia and everything. <laughs> everything wants to kill you. So, yeah, you can see some shit coming out of the ground because, you know, that's that's plausible there in Australia. Yeah, I mean. Some humanoid uh, fucking grubs coming out of the ground and you know they're here to kill your family and spiders the size of houses that's this that's just everyday life in australia so they're used to that shit 15 is a little old roughing it they're roughing it at 15 years old um so yeah released november 7th 2006 in the u.s uh november 17th 2006 in europe uh, November 23rd, 2006 in Australia, and January 18th, 2007 in Japan. Um, it was ported to PC as one of many games for Windows, which included new features and five new single-player chapters, which uh, I might have to look into. Um, I'm not sure how much those differ from, from Xbox, but... Good thing I have um, PC I don't need. <laughs> um, since uh, its initial release in USA, um, it topped one million sales within its first two weeks and has sold over three million copies since. Um, it was released with campaign, co-op campaign, and multiplayer, and it actually made record for the most played game on Xbox Live above Halo 2, before being beaten out by uh, Halo 3. So um, it did make a tad bit of history, um, also in the sense that it became uh, a fucking blockbuster. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, that of course started with the trailer. Um, and the trailer gave little to no exposition. <laughs> I mean, you, you got you got the bare basics, but but because of that, um, it sparked an insane amount of interest. Uh, and you know, if you're a Gears fan, you know this song and you know this trailer. There's just no way that you don't. Um, so the Gears of War trailer featured a cover of the Tears for Fears song Mad World. Uh, uh, it was covered by Gary Jules. Um, and the trailer used the technique of, of you know, pairing something like that cover, uh, which was light and gentle, um, albeit eerie, um, beside gritty scenery and, and violence, which you know, set up the atmosphere for the world of the game with uh, a unique kind of contradiction and, and you know, the promise of, of meaning within within 
a story of violence, which, you know, I, I, I don't want to say games lacked up until Gears of War, but um, I would certainly say that Gears of War was a, um, a turning point in, um, in, in stories within games, at least for my, my personal opinion. Um, and so, like I said, the trailer sparked massive interest among gamers, uh, some of which will tell you they only bought the game after experiencing the trailer. Well, um, that's true for most games. But what I like about Gears, uh, especially um, in the sense of, like, you know, the player base, is it only... So- Gears of War 3, or no, Gear- I'm sorry. The first Gears of War is, as you said, only sold 3 million copies. Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold... 176 million copies, or no, uh, I'm sorry, 110 million copies, which that's a ridiculous number. But the player get the player base for Grand Theft Auto, it has nowhere near the loyalty to the franchise that Gears of War fans do, and I think that's what sets it apart as a game. Uh, absolutely, and and you know, you also have to remember that, um, you know, you know, Gears of War 2 followed, whereas Grand Theft Auto 5, it, it, I mean, that's had years and years and years to garner that many, um, that many uh, purchases. Uh, so, you know, you, what you think about within the time uh, frame of the release of Gears of War 1 to Gears of War 2, um, and it's impressive, especially with 1 million sales within its first two weeks um but on the other hand you are absolutely right that that gears of war fans are are loyal i let me rephrase that true gears of war fans are loyal because you know with the takeover of the coalition um mind which mind you is an entire company dedicated to the gears of war franchise which is insanely impressive in itself um there there's been a lot of backlash um with the story and with you know people you'll you'll read stuff on social media on the comments and stuff people just picking it apart uh you know this is ridiculous this is ridiculous this is ridiculous okay you know those those are the people that i would not consider true gears of war fans because you know you can be critical of something you love. Um, you know, we learned that, you know, with a lot of things. Like, there were true Game of Thrones fans who were very upset with the final season. Me and you, I think, we, we were a little bit disappointed, but that's besides the point. But you can be critical of something you love. It's just, the, the point is, you can't please everyone. It's, yeah. And that's true with games, especially, especially a franchise as storied as um, Gears of War, because uh, they're going in a pretty new direction. Like, from what I understand and what, what we've seen is uh, Kate is the main character and she's going to be the main playable. That's new for Gears of War, that the, uh, the character has always been a male. Um, it's always been, it's basically always been Marcus, uh, for, you know, most of the franchise's history. 
And then, of course, last game was JD. Uh, but it, it's a new direction, and, you know, it's spice. It's not the typical uh, way we would think that, you know, a franchise would go off to a corner and die. But they have to branch off to, you know, new fan base as well. as um, And, you know, if that means lo- losing some of the old fan base that, you know, truly isn't with the changes, then that's what they have to do. Right. And, and you know, well, so that's the thing is that you can criticize something that you love. Um, but to me, um, there's a difference between criticizing and trashing. Um, I've already criticized some of, of Gears of War 5. Um, you know, with, I mean, <laughs> Gears of War Judgment as well, which is just kind of a disgrace that <laughs> we, we sweep under the rug often. But, but the bottom line is that it's part of the canon, and it's, it's part of the story, it's part of what happened, it's part of what the characters in the story experienced. And, and we're looking at Gears of War as a story and, and as something that we're relating to and living through in certain ways uh, aside from only looking at it from a gamer perspective and and that's where the majority of the true gears of war fans that that's where the majority of our hearts lie is is within the story and i think that the fact that the story is just skyrocketing into this completely new direction is fascinating and interesting and it's pretty much the way life goes i I mean, you know, you, you live your life in, in sections based on, you know, societal uh, restrictions. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm in college. This is a chapter of my life. Once college ends, it's going to take a whole new direction. I'm not going to be living the same way that I'm living right now. And the same is true for these characters because that's how life goes. The, the events between Gears of War and Gears of War 3 were a chapter in their lives. It may have been years, but it was a chapter. And and this is a new chapter. It's a new new generation of people, you know, as it's it it mimics life. Um right. and and yeah, go uh go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Uh but you know that's that's the thing is that it's just it's okay to criticize it. I get the criticism. I There are some things in Gears of War 5, even though they're minor design things, that, that kind of bother me that I, I have already critiqued myself. But, but the main point is, is that I'm not trashing it because I'm a true fan of the franchise. I'm a true fan of the story, and, and I'm a fan of where it's going, even though I don't know where it's going. I know what direction it's vaguely headed in. Um, but th- that's, that's the thing is that it's just, you're totally right. It's totally fine to criticize, but if you're a true fan of something, don't, don't sit back and, and uh, let me rephrase that once again. You, you can't tell me that you're a true fan of something if you sit back and trash it uh, and say, you know, I'm not playing anymore. This is this is ridiculous. Uh, 
Whereas, you know, you can have critiques and be like, oh, you know, I, I didn't really disagree. I, I kind of disagreed with this, didn't really like what they did with this, but this is what it is. Um, there's, there's a difference there. Um, I just wanted to share something interesting really quick that I uh, found on the Gears of War subreddit. Uh, and it actually, Gears of War 5 has actually received the first perfect score um for on this website called can i play that and this website is run by people that are deaf and hard of hearing and it received a perfect score uh on this site being that it is one of the best games that is most suited to people who are deaf and hard of hearing which i think is pretty cool that's and, uh, awesome it makes sense because microsoft has made you know, uh, a lot of different kinds of uh, specialized controllers for people who uh, may have special needs and, you know, still want a game. So I think that's cool. That's really awesome. Um, Steve's a six out of six in all five categories where I'm looking at a game to compare it to, uh, which is just one I picked at random, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and that received uh, a less than perfect score. So... That's cool. Uh, I'm sorry That's, to get off track, but we'll get back to uh, back on that right now. Yeah, no, we I'm we completely spiraled off track. But uh, circling circling back around um, to the Gears of War trailer. Um, I mean, this trailer and the song used in it became a staple uh, for the Gears of War story and and its fans, the fandom. Um, so much so that the song even uh, makes an instrumental appearance twice within Gears of War 3, which, which you know, reading that information now, I had no idea. Maybe I did when I played Gears of War 3 because it was forever ago, but, you know, so maybe I, I realized it at the time, but if I did, I have no memory of it whatsoever, and I think that's so cool. Um that it just became so iconic for Gears of War that it kind of circled circled back around. Um, and uh, it's going to appear in the campaign uh, when, when Dom sacrifices his life. Um, and I believe, you know, don't quote me on it, I believe it makes an appearance... Um, in a multiplayer mode on a specific map if you if a certain specific thing happens i believe it will play at the beginning of a match if if the um circumstances are right again don't quote me i could be wrong i think that's what i read um you know so the the trailer the trailer starts and um immediately it, it, it sets up the world for us. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, this bleak kind of, uh, kind of run through world shit, like shit's on fire. Um, the sun seems to be setting. Uh, there's the, the cloud is built. Uh, the clouds are covered. Um, the, the buildings are crumbling. There's, there's paper, soaked papers, flyers, Scattered on the ground, um, 
you know, I think is, is special about this is you start seeing um, what we now know to, you know, be a corpser, you know, ripping down the street underground and uh, Marcus, you know, hightails it out. Uh, but back then, back, like I was very young when this trailer came out and you were too. Mm -hmm. um, so naturally I didn't see it, but my only, uh, I can infer that gamers were like, you know, what the fuck is that? Because we had never seen anything. Uh, we hadn't, hadn't, hadn't even looked into the Gears universe yet. So I kind yeah. of feel like it's that sense of impending darkness that really captured a lot of people. And then the rain in the next scene, I believe. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a car on fire. And just in the, the first seconds of, of the trailer, there's a car on fire. There's a shoe, I think lying on the ground um and and like you said it's it's like this we know gears what we know it's gears so there might be a foot in that shoe still but <laughs> do it um, yeah might maybe a um a uh, a stray chainsaw <laughs> maybe not stray could have been uh could have been directed but um yeah so i mean already it's it's bleak we see marcus looking into his reflection um you know he he cradles uh what seemed to be maybe an angel statue which if it was would would, would i think would um would give some pretty good insight into what kind of game this is going to be um you know it's and it's broken in in half it's just a half of a of a an angelic face then you know there's there's the rumble and he sees something something behind him that that starts shooting up the ground and and moving in his direction and 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 that's where you're like okay so probably not going to be versing people in this game shooting down other people because I'm not entirely sure people can do that. Um, and so he just turns and he books it down the street, leaving the face, uh, the half in angel face in the background. Um, you know, the rain starts coming down, the smoke, the fog, the alleyway, everything's just in shambles. Um, so gives us like that post-apocalyptic kind of... Um, kind of vibe which for them you know obviously we don't know it at the time but it, we can infer that at the time of the trailer uh let me correct myself the we didn't know it at the time of the trailer um you know that it was post-apocalypse because for them it, that this was their apocalypse um and you know it did a very good job the art does a very good job of of selling that to you um you know the, the okay so this is one of my favorite shots of the of the trailer is we see Marcus running down the street from inside of a building um through cracked and shattered windows and as he runs by we see some sort of a something which we now know to be a wretch wake up and and look outside the window um which shows us that these things are 
all around. Uh, and, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, the scene in the first episode of The Walking Dead where Rick is riding through the street on the horse and he passes like the uh, the bus and a couple of the walkers that were just kind of laying limp in there kind of wake up at this sound and, and look out the window. It gave me very strong, like, I mean, it's, it's an apocalyptic, um, I don't want to say cliche because cliche has such a negative uh, connotation, but... Um, it's a necessity, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a cinematic staple. Yeah. Um, Video games, TV, and shows, um, movies. Um, he picks up speed, and then we see more ruins in the distance. We, we see from his point of view, and we see some sort of figure standing up and he veers off to the side and and jumps through building window and collapses. And, you know, we get a brief moment of of relief because he's got his head down and he's like, okay, I just dodged that bullet, um, both literally and metaphorically. And then he looks up and there are just all these firefly-type lights. And as the viewer, you are more than likely... Like, what the fuck? Um, and then stepping into an ironically angelic light, we see the spider-like monster that is the corpser. Uh, Marcus's expression drops, and he just opens fire, and that is where the trailer ends. Um, and, I mean, it's simple. It has you know those few staples and outstanding post-apocalyptic art that just kind of gets you ready um, for what the game has to offer. Uh, within it is is that built-in promise of some sort of um, meat to the story instead of just senseless violence, as violent as Gears of War is. Which I think, you know, if you think of in a um, kind of in a uh, a business perspective is is a smart move, because um, if you're going to have a game as violent as Gears of War, where you're chainsawing chunks of the enemy and, and they're just you kick them as you you run by them, um, you know, kick like a stray head and and a quarter of a torso to the side as you run by. Like, if you're going to have a game that violent, it's probably good to have a story to keep to keep invested because some people... Um, kind of like my, the, the difference between Gears of War and, like, Mortal Kombat is um, probably the story. Because Mortal Kombat is, uh, you know, a fighting game, obviously. It's, obviously, it's different, but it's, yeah. all, it's over the top. In but terms of, yeah. a lot of content that Gears of War has. So I think that's why there's much less backlash um, on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, so that's a good point, is that you compare a game like Mortal Kombat, which obviously it's not a shooter, obviously, but you're looking at the, you know, the the specific um, 
brutality and and gore of it and and that's what separates it is i mean mortal kombat tried to have a storyline but i mean and and kudos to whoever the fuck can follow that storyline because it is i find it so complicated and it, it gets to a point where it's like Okay, so every single one of these events leads to some sort of a brutal yeah. street fight. It's like, um, yeah, it's it's whatever. Mortal Kombat is just. It, it's not to say we don't like we don't like the violence because you know it's fine. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan of Mortal Kombat. I'm more interested in, into like seeing what they can do with it uh, rather than being upset by it. So, yeah. but back to uh, Gears. Um, back to Gears. Uh, I, I mean, it's just the... And that, that circles right back around to the story. I mean, so much of what we're going to talk about in this podcast is the emphasis on the story. I mean, I... You're gonna you're gonna hate me by the time this podcast comes to an end or or continues or whatever its fate may be. But you're gonna hear me over and over and over again. Story, 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 story. So get used to the word story, um, because that I mean that's what that's what it is. I mean I mean it has such a distinct story of of brotherhood and of of sisterhood and just you know what we go through as people in times of war in times of grief in times of loss in in times of um in times when we're alone i mean it the list goes on and on and it and it visits so many of those lesser spoken about human emotions and relationships in such an intense way that can reach audiences other things don't normally reach other other things with those kind of themes in them don't normally reach i mean i'm stereotyping gamers but like you know what you're you're gaming you're not necessarily thinking about wow what a profound message of grief when you're chainsawing through someone's spine um and but gears of war did that um and and that's just it will never not amaze me at at how profound of a story gears of war produced um so i mean those are those are my thoughts on the trailer um do you have do you have any you have any others? I, I just think um, for people that have grown up with gears uh, that this trailer it's really simple. Um, it's really simple and it's it's not misleading at all, you know. Um, I think in fact it left it left them kind of wanting uh, wanting to know more. It, rather than being overwhelmed or, you know, typical games today, they have a badass trailer, but the gameplay is is nothing like it at all. But it, this trailer, honestly, just 
um, the way that, uh, hold on, sorry, um, (laughs) is the way it it looks like you're playing the game, um, this trailer, just the way he's running and uh, the camera, it looks, it looks like you're, you're actually controlling the character. And I don't know how they, how they made the trailer, but you know, it might be, it might actually be game engine footage. Yeah. I mean, I mean, parts of it that I definitely don't think are, but, but absolutely. I mean, the way, the way he's, he's running in that running away from the, um, emergence hole, um, that totally looks like it could be game engine footage. Um, and you're you're right. I mean, it gave you know it left you wanting to play the game to figure out uh, you know what exactly was going to happen. It did, and and you know, of course, that's. I mean, some might say, "Well, that's obvious. That's what trailers are supposed to do." Not every trailer does that super successfully, um, and I think this is an example of one that does do that super successfully because I mean it, you want it, you want it after you, you watch it. Um, and I, I, I wish that we were old enough, um, when it was first released to kind of be up to date on those kind of things, because I, I have to wonder what my reaction to it then would have been, you know, and I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it would have, uh, I'm sure it would have been, been similar, uh, to the hype that I have now, but I, I kind of, um, you know, wish, wish that, that I could have experienced that. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like saying, I wish, um, you know, I experienced man landing on the moon (laughs) it's it's, obviously it's not as as significant i mean it is just a game but still well i i mean for me personally this is a little more significant than man landing on the moon all right well you know (laughs) i mean i i I guess i don't i don't speak for both of us when i say that but (laughs) um all right well so that's that's about what we have for the trailer and the logistics of Gears of War, as well as many um, tangents that uh, we went on. Hopefully they were somewhat interesting uh, to those listening. Um, So as we wrap this up, uh, just a few reminders. You can follow our Instagram at Carmine Bros Pod, where is the main source that we will be updating with uh, new episode releases take polls and requests, keep in touch with you guys listening. Um, That Instagram is connected to Facebook, so if you're not Instagram savvy and you're a little more Facebook savvy, go over and like us and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash carminebrospod, same as the uh, username for Instagram. Um, You can find me personally, Joe, at joeyabate, A-B-A-T-E, no spaces, uh, on Instagram. And you can find me, Chris Geyser 98 on Instagram. I don't really use anything else. Uh, so that's C-H-R-I-S-G-A-I-S-E-R-9-8. Um, right, sorry. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, finally, obviously, you found a way to listen to this if you are listening, but for future reference, if you need a platform that may be a little easier for you to use, uh, you can listen in anywhere you can find podcasts. Our main uh, streaming service is anchor.fm, where you can find us uh, at anchor.fm slash carmines. Um, we, you know, they distribute us to a ton of, of podcast place, um, not right away, mind you. So, uh, you know, as of the time of recording this, I don't believe our introduction episode is on Apple podcasts yet. Um, but it is on Spotify. It's on a few other platforms. So, you know, give a, give a search on your preferred platform of listening or go directly to our anchor. Um, and you know, you can leave us voice messages, uh, tell us what you guys think, um, comments, comments, um, about your personal opinions. Um, you know, if we get enough of them, maybe we'll address them in, in future episodes. Um, a choice few that we find interesting, uh, that we like, um, that we agree with, disagree with, uh, you know, give us, give us some thoughts. Um. So with that, I'm Joe Carmine. And I'm Chris Carmine. And we are the Carmine Brothers. Thanks for listening.